Chapter 1. Nature and Nurture There are many people in this world, but there are only two families, the Clarks and the Rogers. George Rogers Clark George's mind was like the fruit which was long ripening, the better when it did ripen. Clark's uncle, Donald Robertson George Rogers Clark was not the sole warrior in his family, only the most famous one. The mingled forces of nature and nurture had a uniform effect on him and his brothers. All would serve in the army, four during the War for Independence and the youngest, William, during the 1790s. And as Meriwether Lewis's partner in leading the Corps of Discovery across the continent to the Pacific and back, from 1804 to 1806. Whatever martial genes the Clark boys inherited more likely came from their maternal than paternal side. John Clark, the father of George Rogers, was described as a hard-working and taciturn farmer not apt to say much in company. He was twenty-four when he married his second cousin, Ann Rogers, then only fifteen, in 1749, and made up for her husband's reticence. She was a commanding presence of outspoken mind and apparently stunning body, impressing at least one admirer as the grandest, most majestic woman he ever saw. Anne's strengths ran in her family, causing Clark to take great pride in being counted among her progeny, although he was inordinately proud of both his lineages. He once boasted to his brother Edmund that, There are many people in this world, but there are only two families, the Clarks and the Rogers. There was certainly nothing novel in that wedding between second cousins. The Clark and Rogers family had been farming and intermarrying in the Virginia Tidewater region since the late 17th century. John Clark's grandfather, also named John, arrived sometime early that century. Ann Rogers' grandfather set foot in the New World in 1680. Eventually the families became neighbors in the Drysdale Parish of Caroline County. After marrying, John and Ann Clark emigrated to Albemarle County and carved a 410-acre farm from the wilderness in the shadow of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Their land spread across rich bottomland across the Ravana River, just two miles east of the future town of Charlottesville, which would not be founded until 1762. All their reasons for relocating have been lost, but at least two were certain. Like countless other pioneers, they left behind an increasingly overcrowded land whose soil was exhausted from rapacious farming methods. The Clarks headed west to lands where virgin timber and soil were still abundant and inexpensive, while neighbors were scarce. The Clark family's most distinguished neighbors were the Jeffersons. After settling in the region in 1734, Peter Jefferson had expanded a farm into a plantation that he proudly named Shadwell. Farming was only one of his skills— he was more renowned as a land speculator, surveyor, and cartographer. In 1749, Jefferson and a group of investors formed the Loyal Land Company and eventually claimed 800,000 acres across parts of present-day Virginia, West Virginia, and Kentucky. In 1751, he and Joshua Fry published their map of Virginia based on their surveying journeys of previous years. That map was the first to render a relatively accurate image of the Trans-Allegheny frontier and include the Great Wagon Road, by which tens of thousands of pioneers, including a young Daniel Boone, would journey in an arc from eastern Pennsylvania through the valleys of western Maryland, Virginia, and the Carolinas. 
Those were noteworthy accomplishments, but one of Jefferson's sons would far surpass him in fame. Thomas Jefferson was born at Shadwell in 1743. The life of Thomas Jefferson would mesh with two of John Clark's sons, George Rogers during and after the War of Independence, and William for the most epic expedition in American history.